What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Heated Rivals Podcast. I'm Zach Durkin. I'm here with my friend Sean. Hello, everyone. <sighs> I'm a very satisfied Dallas Cowboys fan after last night, Zach. I gotta tell you. Um, got some dogs. Got some dogs coming out of that first round, Zach. Some, very, uh... Some surprises. Some controversial dogs, we'll say that. <laughs> As a Giants fan, I'm kind of happy with the way that the draft first round turned out for us. You know, we got some extra picks next year, and we got a playmaker in Darius Tony. his name is, I believe. Yes, Florida man. That's your guy. That's my guy. Anyway, we're here. We're going to give you a little bit of a draft recap. We're going to talk about the second round a little bit. And we're going to go over our mock drafts that we posted earlier this week on our Instagram. Now, if you guys know, there was a little friendly wager... On the uh, mock draft that we did, hmm. loser is going to have to wear the jersey of the other's favorite team. So if I lose, I have to wear a Cowboy jersey. And if Sean loses, he has to wear a Giant jersey of our choosing, of course. Spoiler alert, I lost. I lost. Ooh, you suck. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that guy. Yeah, um, I'm not looking forward to this. This is now the second time Zach has been... Put, put me in the situation where I had to wear a Giants jersey. And the first one, he'll swear that I wasn't forced to wear it. But when you are told that it's either you have to wear the jersey to get into the stadium or you're going to be left outside in the parking lot. <sighs> what kind of person do you think I am? Zach. Do you think that I would actually leave you out in the parking lot with an extra ticket in my hand? Yes, and you probably would have scalped it. You know what? You willingly took that jersey, and you put it on, mm -mm. and you were happy about it. No, I didn't. And you came to a giant Falcon game, so... In which the Falcons won. The Falcons won that game. Did they win that game? I yes, think they, they did. did. Win that game. I think it was 31-20 like <laughs> or something Yes, like they did. They won that game. <sighs> Matt Ryan. And uh, that was the year that they were really good. What year was that? Uh, 2015? 2015? 2016? 2015. One of those two years. Yeah. So, anyway, it was kind of a crazy first round last night. Yeah, man. Uh, some trades. Uh, some trades. There was only three trades. Well, it involved both of our teams. So, like, I feel like that's pretty. That's 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 big shit, man. It's yeah. not like the fucking uh, the Ravens traded or something. Our teams, our teams were involved in some pretty big trades, allowing some uh, pretty upper echelon receiving talent into the NFC East. If I, I just want to say. That the Eagles and the Cowboys are scared of the Giants, or else they wouldn't have traded that, made that trade. Uh, yeah, the Cowboys had some benefit in there because they got a third rounder. But at the end of the day, it's an interdivision trade, and that never happens on draft day, especially when you're trying to help the other one get a player that they want. I think the Cowboys saw just an extreme amount of value in that extra third round pick. Um, I don't know. They were in the middle of watching the second round, and the Cowboys have now taken cornerback Kelvin Joseph from Kentucky. Um, so I don't know if they are maybe hoping another one of their targets on their board fall continues to fall. Maybe they uh, barter with that pick uh, with that third round pick they picked up last night to try to get back up into the second round. Uh, who knows? But I gotta say, Zach, I am very satisfied with who the Cowboys have chosen so far well, yeah, maybe I mean, not from a <sighs> listen the man was exonerated of any wrongdoing 
listen, you're, so. you're self-incriminating <laughs> here. I didn't even bring <laughs> that up. <laughs> listen, because I'm trying to get out ahead of it because I know that's going to be a topic of conversation is uh, this man, Michael Parsons, he's, first off, he's a dog. He's a dog. On the field. Um, and off the field. And off the field. Uh, but let's talk about on the field. Um, on the field, he's an off-ball linebacker with just incredible speed, and he's a monster. He's coming at you 100 miles an hour at all times with some pass rushing ability. This this is like this is who I think they thought Jalen Smith could have been when they drafted him back in 2016 in the second round. So I mean, they played kind of two different positions. They're the same position, but they're two di- very different positions. Two two different kind of guys, but I think this is what they thought Jalen Smith could have been. Wasn't Jalen Smith run as a middle linebacker, like a true middle linebacker? Yeah, and but Jalen Smith also had like some good sack numbers and good pass rushing ability coming out. This kid does it at like a very high level that I don't think Jalen Smith could could have uh, could have done, especially after the injury. But I digress. Um, the off field. Character issues. Why don't you get into those? Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Why don't you tell us one of the things that he uh, did to his fellow teammates at Penn State? Listen, I don't think I don't think they want to know about that. If you if you guys want to check it out, we'll post it in the Instagram. If you guys want to, you know, or you could just look at your time. Yeah, some pretty raunchy stuff. It's some pretty some pretty uh, uncool shit in there. The off field things, I guess they do concern you, but you go back and look at his tape from 2019, and the man was just. An animal, you know? So I'm happy yeah, with that pick. That's true. He also sat out of here because of COVID, so he might come back a little rusty. You never know. He probably will, you know, shake the rust off in training camp or preseason or whatever the case may be. I'm sure he'll be fine. His off-field issues is what's going to get him in trouble at the end of it all. But, um, yeah, I mean, I give him about three months before he's arrested. <laughs> of course. Spoken like a true, true Giants fan. So let's let's talk about your pick, bro. I'm no saint. We drafted DeAndre Baker. Yeah, exactly. So like, come on, get out of here, Mr. Gettleman. So anyway, Mr. Trade, Mr. Trade down. Mr. Trade down. NASCAR's oh man, right you want to see me trade down again? I'll do it. He's done it. What now? Twice. Th- twice. Twice in his career. And twice wow. In this draft. Twice in this draft, picking up some extra picks. We're, we're gonna get to that. Let's start with the first round. So the first round, Giants picked 11. Everything was falling into place. Devontae Smith was gonna be a giant, and then you know. The enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing happened. And the Eagles and Cowboys traded, and the Eagles swooped in, took Devontae Smith from under us. Now, years passed, the Giants might have said, oh, fuck, we don't have our guy. We're just going to panic and take an edge rusher at 11. <laughs> Guess what they Quitty didn't pay. Guess what they didn't do? Panic. <laughs> they made a calculated logistical decision to trade down with a quarterback needy team and fleece them for it. We got a first-round pick, a fourth-round pick, and a fifth-round pick between the two years. Now, I will compare this trade to one that the Steelers did a couple uh, couple years ago. I think it was for Devin Bush when they traded up. Traded up, up to 10, right? They traded up from 19 to 10. And I think they only got a fourth and a fifth back. Yeah. So we, And a pick swap. And a, so it was just a pick, pick swap. swap. So we got a pick swap. We got a fourth and a fifth. A fourth, I believe it's next year, and a fifth this year. Or, was, we, the, or was the fourth this year? No, no, no. The fourth is fourth next, is next year. year and the fifth is this year? Yep. So we got a first-round pick, a fourth-round pick next year, and we get an extra fifth-round pick this year. So I think we win that trade. Regardless of how our pick at 20, Kadarius Tony turns out, I think the fact that we made that trade and have extra draft capital going to next year, being as though the draft next year is going to be so important, I think that helps the Giants a lot. Now, hot take. If Daniel Jones 
isn't the guy. You take that trade, mm. and you take those picks, and you move up to get your guy. Do I think he's going to be the guy? Yes, I think Daniel Jones is the guy. I think you needed to give him another year, and this is the year. I think that you gave him weapons, and if he doesn't perform, then all right, then you can kind of say, all right, he's not the guy. The offensive line is still a question mark, but he should get it done with what he has, especially with teams not putting eight in the box anymore. So let me let me ask you let me ask you this. How do you actually feel about Kadarius Tony? Was that your guy? Are you sold on that guy? Or at the time, with the players that were still left on the board, um, who who was still left at eleven or twenty? At twenty. At twenty, I think. At twenty, there was the edge rushers were still on the board, Ed, except for Zizo Jalarius still on the board. Yeah, and we're at pick forty-eight as so of right now. At twenty, I'm fine with Kadarius Tony. I was a little taken aback at first because I really wasn't expecting it. But after watching and listening and, you know, reading up on him, I like the pick. I think he adds another dimension to the Giants offense that we haven't had. The comparisons that Darius Tony has gotten since I've, you know, watched the draft and since I've heard some of the feedback from, you know, NFL people mm-hmm. is that he's compared to Dante Hall, okay. a human joystick type of guy. He stops on a dime. His change of direction is ridiculous. He's not going to blow you away with the speed he does run a four three nine forty which is still pretty fast but he's quick he's shifty he's twitchy the giants haven't had someone like that i can't think of the last person odell wasn't like that no nah. he wasn't twitchy he wasn't shaky he was you know speed he's like cole beasley on steroids like this guy yeah i could see that you cole beasley I mean? on steroids dante hall i think i like i like this the uh comparison yeah but another name that i heard and i think it's a little bit of a lazy one because it's florida Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin, yeah. Percy Harvin was see, a little you, bit I've been seeing that a lot. Think. Yeah, Percy Percy Harvin was special. He was different. Kadarius Tony could be that. Yeah. But, you know, that's a high standard. Percy I'm Harvin not, was good for the couple I'm not going to lie. I was surprised Kadarius Tony went in the first round, man. I, I mean, I did have him mocked in the first round, but I had him 28 to the Saints. So, you know, I was a little surprised. I guess I, guess I shouldn't have been that surprised. It was only an eight-pick difference. But still, like... I don't know. I I, th- I thought the Giants were going to go in a different direction, man. I was I was thinking more along the lines of uh, edge rusher or you know trying to shore up the offensive line for Daniel Jones. I was too. As soon as we missed out on Devontae Smith, I thought that we were going to go edge rusher 100, percent maybe even lineman. But the linemen on the board at the time weren't really as good as you know the ones that that have just gotten taken off the board. But the Giants went into the draft with a clear plan, and that plan was to get Daniel Jones another weapon, mm-hmm. and they did that in Kadarius Tony. And now uh, the Giants are actually on the clock here in the second round, Zach. We're watching it right now. Yeah, there's two minutes left for the Giants pick in the second round. You still got some good players on the board. I like Aziz Ojolari, edge rusher out of Georgia. And I also like JOK out of Notre Dame. I think if you can take Jeremiah Owusu-Karamoa here, he's a linebacker. And he fits the Giants' defense to a T. He's kind of that hybrid, though. Like, he can come in and play some safety, like that rover position, cover your tight end, you know. He's, he's basically a bigger Jabril. Yeah. I mean, I don't, think he's, as, I don't think he's as fast as Jabril. But, but I'd say like he's a probably... Side linebacker, like a nickel linebacker. Yeah, on steroids. Yeah, I'll take that. He's a freak. Patrick Graham, defensive coordinator for the Giants... He worked pretty. He did pretty good with what he had last year, and you're just adding some more weapons to that defense. Like, come on! But we'll see what the pick is here shortly. Defense is my thought process, but I wouldn't be surprised if they go interior offensive lineman here. Creed Humphrey is the name I look out for. Guard, center, he can kind of do it all. Word. Or 
edge rusher, you know? I think that either one is going to help a team. Word. I'd be completely, completely shocked if we went anything other than those two. Edge rusher, offensive line. So if you, let's say you're looking at, what if they fuck around and get like a, a running back here? Like uh, some some crazy shit. Completely don't need it. If but we like, took like, I mean, the top three running backs are off the board. You know who I could see you guys actually taking? Now that you mentioned linebacker, Nick Bolton, the linebacker from Mizzou. Um, I don't know. I feel like you guys need like that that thumper guy, you know, that solid tackler guy. That's what Blake Martinez is, though. Yeah, but why don't you add another one in there? Because we need someone who can cover. Ronnie Perkins is a possible guy at the end. To Big be honest, sin. to be honest, this is where I'm starting to lose the uh, the hype on the uh, some of these prospects. I'm starting to lose it a little bit. I got. Some of the most of these guys I'm familiar with, but I think it's I think that's why I think it's because we're not really familiar with the amount of people that are in the second round outside of like the top 20 picks. So we'll see what the Giants do here. I'm pretty interested. I'm waiting for them to come back from a commercial because Darius Slayton is announcing the pick. That's interesting. It's very awkward that a receiver was picked first yesterday. Then, yeah, Darius Slayton just became our fourth receiver, exactly. And at least that's what you hope, right? I mean. Pretty deep at receiver right now. But that's kind of why you drafted Kadarius Tony, man, with the 20th pick. Yeah, we're just an injury away from being in the same exact spot we were last year. <laughs> True no shit. receivers. True shit. Knock on wood. You don't want that. You don't want that. So, let's get into our mock drafts from last night. Or should we wait for the Giants pick? I was thinking I we think could. Let's wait for the Giants pick. Cause wait for the Giants pick because, you know, let's stay on course here. Very interested to see who we're going to take here. I think Schefter is on. He's saying something. Let's turn up the TV. Sounds like a pass rusher. Sounds like a pass Aziz rusher. Aziz Ojolari? I think that's your pick, Zach. You know what, man? Aziz Ojolari would really help defense. Another Georgia edge rusher to go along with Lorenzo Carter. Lorenzo Carter was kind of coming on at the, at the uh, beginning of the season before he tore his Achilles. Let's see. Let's see. There we go. I love it. Aziz Ojolari. The Giants just got one of the top five pass rushers in this Fringe draft. top five of the draft in the second pick, and they traded back to 50. They traded back, got a pick, got their guy. The only issue with Aziz is his injury history, and it was two torn ACLs in his senior year of high school, and since then he's been fine. But, you know, knee injuries linger. Yeah, I can tell you firsthand. Sean can tell you firsthand. Knee injuries are not fun. Yeah, you're talking to somebody who's tore his ACL in both his knees. I'm pretty sure. Didn't your knee like explode or something? Oh yeah. I mean, for those of you who are familiar with my athletic history, um, my knees have failed me epically the last like three or four years. Uh, like five years back, I completely tore up uh, my entire right knee. Uh, ACL, MCL, PCL, meniscus. And about three years back, I pretty sure I tore the ACL in the other knee. So, For the record, Sean played three games with that and didn't even notice. Yeah. That psychopath. Yeah. I still want to chip on a busted knee. Was was that that year? Yes, it was. Hmm. Interesting. So the Giants go Aziz Ojolari. Um, I'm a little upset. I was kind of hoping he fell. Um, to the Cowboys at some point. I just think that that pick is need meets talent, and it's a perfect fit. And I think that coming off the edge, he's quick. He's got a good bend. 
fast. I think he's going to fit the Giants well. I think we can probably get him into that edge rusher that Co- we've been looking coach for. Coach him up a little bit, man. There you go. You're trying to recreate that NASCAR package, huh? Uh, we're still a little ways away from that <laughs> for the ends on the field at the Literally. same time. They they were scary, man. I'm not going to lie. What was it? Michael Strahan, Justin Tuck, Osu Manura, yep. Matthias Kiwanuka. And Matthias Kiwanuka. Ask Tom Brady about that. I've had many an interaction with, with Matthias Kiwanuka. Yes. I'll tell you. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure he used to live in uh, like Jersey City or something, and he would always come to the car wash I worked at huh. back in the day. So Washington uh, is pick is in. I'm curious to see who they are taking. Watch, they're gonna take JOK here. Let's see who they take. Samuel oh, Cosme. Cosme. You know what's pretty funny? If they had taken JOK, I would have had another pick right in my mock Yeah, draft. so would I. <laughs> shit, but shit. Let's talk about those mock drafts from last night, bro, because I I got three picks right, guys. And two of them were the first two picks were which were like the most obvious first two picks in the world. So I'm gonna leave it at that. We're gonna take a little rundown of our uh of our mocks here. So we're gonna pull them up. And uh, I guess we'll just go pick for pick. Anyway. <laughs> The first pick, we both went Trevor Lawrence. There was no surprise there. Second pick, Zach Wilson to the Jets. No surprise there. I think the Jets are having a pretty good draft. Oh, I think the Jets are having an amazing draft right now. We'll get we'll get into their second first round pick, but um, with that pick of Zach Wilson, you know that's that's the future, man. It's the Zach Wilson, Joe Douglas era now, Sam man. Sam Donald was the future at one point. Oh, the difference between Sam Donald and Zach Wilson. Don't right forget now, Robert Sala. Well. They're building around him. They're building around Zach Wilson. They already got him Elijah Moore, another receiver. They got Corey Davis, a receiver. You still have Jameson Crowder, who's always a good slot receiver. Mm-hmm. You're going to run with this, probably the same two running backs you had last year if you not draft one in the third round or later in day three. But if, I, if I'm the Jets now, honestly, I think i got to go defense now because that defense was kind of lacking last year. So I think that if they start going defense with their, some of their later picks, shit. And as we're talking, the Browns have made a pick. I guess fuck the Jets, right? Uh, the Browns finally a, a, a pet cat, I guess, of me and Zach's this year was uh, JOK Jeremiah Wusu Karamoa. The Browns are building something very, very scary on defense over there. That they're doing some things, um, but let's get back to the Jets. Um, yeah, the Jets need to start making some plays on defense here in the later rounds for some guys. Uh, if I may interlude for a second, they are getting C.J. Mosley back. That's also true, but coming a uh, year of not playing, you know, you never know how a guy's body is going to react to not playing for a whole year. But could be refreshed. It could be rusty. You never know. You, you never know. He plays. So yeah, um, let's get back to the draft with the f- um, with my third pick. I went Justin Fields. Obviously, that was the wrong pick. Who'd you go with your third pick? For my third pick, I picked Mac Jones. I Mac Jones? It, I bought into the hype on draft day. Yeah, I I, I kind of figured it would be a smokescreen. The 49ers obviously went uh, Trey Lance with that pick. I was really feeling like people were sleeping on Justin Fields, not giving him the respect he deserves. You know, um, you know he ends up falling to number 11 with the Bears. So we'll see. I think he's going to come in and fuck this league up. He, let's just let's just hope he comes in after they start zero and eight. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what you want to see. Shout out to Andy Dalton, 
But um, yeah, uh, the Falcons, I had them taking Trey Lance. Obviously, that didn't work out. Trey Lance going to the 49ers. Uh, they end up taking Kyle Pitts. Who I had on my mock draft. So that puts the score at 3-2 to two now. Yeah, so Zach's, Zach's in the lead right now with the picks. Uh, Bengals, I had Panay Sewell. Uh, Bengals went Jamar Chase, reuniting the old LSU dynamic duo. Who I also had on my mock draft. I know you've been waiting to use that oh, one. Oh, that's my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, so Zach is Zach's taking the lead, and at this point, he's not going to give up the lead. But uh, we're going to continue with the mock draft. Um, at six, I had Jamar Chase. So you can see a theme here of my picks either being one late or one early. So kind of got screwed here, but whatever. Um, Dolphins ended up taking Jalen Waddle. That that kind of surprised me a little yeah. bit. Just Jalen Waddle being the first receiver taken, I I see the thinking behind it though. Oh, the second. Oh, that's right. He not the first. Duh. He the was first the Alabama receiver taken. Yeah, that's I kinda, what I. That's I kind of had I an idea. Jalen Waddle was going to go before Devontae Smith. Really? Yeah, I kind of saw it happening. I think the size kind of played a factor into it, but I just had a gut feeling that he would be the first. Devontae Smith is going to be a problem, Alabama. It's all right. Michael Parsons is going to light him up and then do those things that he did to his teammates to him. On the field. You're really stuck on those things, huh? I'm just saying. Let me stop. Let's stop there. Uh, okay, so I had the Dolphins taking Panay Sewell. Yeah. That's what they should have done, you know. That's what that, that's what the, the, you they know, really should have done. Both of these teams really should have gone offensive linemen. I mean, the Dolphins could have taken Chase if the Bengals went offensive linemen, but outside of the Burrow injury, he was still getting his ass kicked on a weekly basis. On a weekly basis. And they really haven't done anything to really genuinely helped that offensive line no uh, and they had a perfect opportunity to to take Penny Sewell but didn't and now here uh we're seeing a run of offensive tackles go in the second round watching this live uh Dylan Radins just get gets picked up by the Tennessee Titans so um yeah back to the first round mock I had I think where do we at pick seven now pick seven or eight I think we're at Lions. the Lions pick so I had the Lions taking Devontae Smith. I just felt like, you know, he w- the year he had last year, just at his size, man, his his release is just ridiculous. I just thought that was way too good to pass up, uh, at least for the Lions. Uh, they went Panay Sewell with him still being on the board there. And they were pumped. They were pumped if out. any of you have seen the video – of the Lions. You got to watch that shit. Their GM was <laughs> pounding tables and screaming. Oh, man. Dan Campbell's a bit off five kneecaps last Ooh, night, bro. That was rough. Yeah, so that the, uh, the Lions are rejoiced about that pick. Um, at eight, I had the Panthers taking Kyle Pitts. I thought, you know, matching him up with, uh, well, giving Sam Darnold another weapon would have been disgusting. Kyle Pitts obviously going to the Falcons at four. Uh, Panthers. <sighs> The Panthers started my run of real agony last night. Yeah, that was another surprising pick. I did not expect them to go. They took J.C. Horn, man. And when I saw it, I was like, okay, at least Pat Sertain will still be available to us. Because, you know, Justin Fields is still here. The Broncos definitely can get a quarterback, right? Well, guess what the fucking Broncos do, bro? Guess what the fucking Broncos do? They take Patrick Sertain. And now I'm crushed. And now I'm crushed. Because now I'm thinking 
they're gonna the the cow them being the Cowboys are gonna take Rashawn Slater. I could have seen that happen, and then I would have been upset, and then I would have really been upset. Why, but why would you have been upset if the Cowboys took Rashawn Slater? Because good young offensive lineman. The offensive line that you have in Dallas right now, it's, it's fine. Not the same it was. It's fine. It's fine. Everybody was just hurt. It's okay. They'll be fine. There are some warriors on that offensive line. Just you, just watch. I'm marking it down. They'll 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 be healthy enough to give my offense what they need next year. I think the loss of Travis Frederick hurt you guys more than any lineman that you could have thought. Maybe oh yeah, hundred percent. But I also had a rookie center. And Joe Looney, you know, he's no Travis Frederick, you know what I mean? I think they were asking him to do a lot of what Travis Frederick did. And I love Joe Looney, but he's there's no Travis of, Frederick. There's not a lot of people who could do it, Travis Frederick. I know. He was a freaking animal. The Cowboys ended up trading back uh, with the division rival Eagles. You don't typically see that every day, and I get the thinking behind it. You, I guess that kind of shows a lot of respect to the Giants because – the Giants were zeroing in on Devontae Smith from what we had been hearing, you know, up yeah. to, leading up to the draft. Yeah, I thought we were going to get him. I thought he was my guy from the beginning. So number one. The, the Cowboys clearly respect the Giants and thought that would be a scary proposition to, to play two times a year on the Giants. So I guess they felt more comfortable giving him to the Eagles because the Eagles suck. In the same token, I was about to ask, do you feel less threatened by the Eagles than oh, the Giants? Oh, dude, they're the fucking Eagles. I, th- I have a theory. I think the Eagles are going to be cursed for the next 25 years. Yep. And I think it all started when Nate Sudfeld came in at halftime. Yep. Was it the halftime or fourth quarter? Uh, was it? No, it had to be some time in the third. It had to have been. It had to be some time in the third. I don't remember exactly, but it had cursed. to be some time in the third. Um, so yeah, the Cowboys traded back to 12, 12 with the Eagles. So the Eagles came up and they grabbed, uh, Devonte Smith. Um, and then the Giants proceeded to trade their pick to the Bears, dropping nine spots. So the Bears could come up and take Justin Fields, who had been falling. So as you can see right now, my, my entire mock is fucked because A, I didn't trade, and B, I had a streak of 12 wrong picks. So I had gone Patrick Sertain to the Cowboys at 10, uh, Rashawn Slater to the Giants at 12, and, oh, excuse me, 11, and Jalen Waddle to the Eagles at 12. I obviously was very, very wrong. Yeah. So. That's why we're sitting on the couch, and we're and, not general managers. And I'm not Mel Kuyper, even though Mel Kuyper kind of sucks. Who the hell is Mel Kuyper, anyway? Mel is a douche. So, anyway, going back to the Giants pick at 11, I think that was a good move for them. I think they trade back, get some draft capital for next year, get some draft capital this year. Your guys are no longer on the board, so what do you do? You trade back and you take the guy that you had next highest on your board. The goal was to get Daniel Jones a receiver, another weapon, and they did that while adding some picks. And I I love the move. I love the pick. I kind of had to sell myself on a little bit because I didn't do a lot of research on Kadarius Tony, But after researching and, you know, watching, reading, I like him. I think he's going to fit the offense well. And, yeah, let's get it. Good, good. Do you want to start with the Chargers pick? I'll start with the Chargers pick. Go ahead. So Chargers right. ended up taking who so last night? the Chargers had the 13th pick. And they probably had the – oh, I'm sorry. We didn't even go over the Cowboys pick. We went over it earlier, but just to say the Cowboys picked Mike Parsons at 12. Oh, yeah. 
How do we forget the Cowboys pick? Because we talked about it for the whole first 15 minutes of the show. <laughs> so, Cowboys at 12. <sighs> Let me say this. First off, when Sean Lee retired is when I think their minds changed on who they felt comfortable taking. Within days. Within days, dude. Because I think they were really set on even potentially trading up for Pat Sertain. Uh, hearing, you know, maybe hearing rumblings that the Broncos were going to take him. So maybe trying to trade up to get him. And then Sean Lee retired and they were like, wait a second. Why don't we just take one Nittany Lion that retired and replace him with another one? And it's not a bad move for the Cowboys because you backed up two spots, you got a third-round pick, and you still got your guy. But just fuck the Eagles, man. Yeah, and and I think what kind of made it a little, little sweeter was that, A, Micah Parsons didn't go to the Giants or the Eagles, and B, we kind of screwed the Giants over just a smidgen by them not being able to get Devontae Smith. Ooh, Pat Freemuth. It might be a blessing in disguise. Steelers. You never know. So, yeah, um, I'm happy with Michael Parsons. Definitely think he brings an added punch to that defense that they have not had. Uh, a certain swagger, uh, a fuck you, a not a nice guy swagger that I think they desperately need on defense. So, very good pick for the Cowboys at 12. Uh, 13. Yeah, going back to that, you could score. You have the best offense in the world scoring 50 points a game, but if you're going to let up 65, it's not. there's no point. Yeah, exactly. So... so Definitely a good pick for them. Defense, so, defense, defense. Next on the board was the San, San Diego, was the Los Angeles Chargers. And they had a gift. A gift. Sitting on their porch. A gift. They stayed put, and they got their guy in Rashawn Slater. I think that helps them tremendously. Yeah. You have a young quarterback, a very good young quarterback, that is. Some weapons on offense. And what's the best thing you could do for a young quarterback? Is get him some linemen. I think that's a great pick. You can put him anywhere on the line. Got to keep Justin Herbert upright, and that's how you're going to win some games. I got a question for you, Zach. Do you feel like a little smidgen scorned by Justin Herbert? And do you like what you're seeing out of him now? And kind of wish you had it. I do like Justin Herbert, but things happen for a reason. There's no saying that if he had come out last year, the year before to the Giants because that was Dave Gettleman's guy. There's no saying that he would have been as good. Maybe he needed the extra, extra year of experience. Maybe L.A. is the perfect spot for him. Maybe they know what to do with him. But, you know, it's hard to say. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. If I could choose between Justin Herbert or Daniel Jones, probably go Justin Herbert. But there's nothing we could do about it now. I hear you. We are where we are. Justin Herbert's on the Chargers, Daniel Jones on the Giants, and all we can do is hope that they both succeed. I do like Justin Herbert, though. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's going to be a great quarterback. If they just keep building around him, get the line going, defense— there could be in contention for a Super Bowl. And that's what they did by taking Rash- uh, by Rashawn, taking Rashawn Slater, Slater yep. man. It's a good pick for them. So, All right. So the Jets traded up to 14. Yes, with the, the Vikings because I initially had the Vikings taking Elijah Vera Tucker, which I thought would have been a good pick for them, a good uh, guy to come in and uh, solidify the interior of that line for the bum known as Kirk Cousins. Sean doesn't like Kirk Cousins. I hate Kirk Cousins, but that's that's a topic for another pod. Um yeah, the Vikings traded out of this pick to the Jets. And the Jets, well, to be fair, I had this pick right, at least the spot, just not the right player. Unfortunately. I mean, just not the right team. Unfortunately. 
I guess it that doesn't count, huh? About the pick, it was about <laughs> the player to the team. So to fourteen, uh, the Jets take Elijah Vera Tucker instead of the Vikings. Uh, who did you have the Vikings taking? I mean, we're gonna get to that later on when the Vikings pick. Oh, I'm sorry. Who did you have the Jets taking? I'm. Just, with, with the, uh, well, who did you have the Vikings taking at 14? Because that was the initial pick. At 14, I had them taking Christian Darasaw, who they did take at 23. So, uh, so that, another, that counts. Another ding-ding for my mock draft. Yeah, that counts. You 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 get, you get went on that one. Congratulations. Thank so here, here's my next correct pick. Uh, Mac Jones, that to the Patriots, that just felt like super obvious from the moment Mac Jones declared. We just all said... Patriots never believed the hype at three, not even for a little bit. This guy is like, how can I put this? If, all right, if Trey Lance is Coca Cola, or no, if Trevor Lawrence is Coca Cola, right? Mac Jones is like Shoprite store brands cola. I thought that was a pretty good comparison. You don't think so? Oh. No, you made me sad. Thanks. That makes you feel better. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Mac Jones is bland, man. He doesn't move in the pocket. And he looks just like a loaf of bread. Can you tell me one other quarterback who recently played for the Patriots that just stood in the pocket? This man is not Tom Brady, okay? No one's saying he's Tom Brady. I'm just saying. He probably is Jared Stidham. (laughs) I guess we'll find out soon. Cam Newton's not finishing the season over there. No, he's not. So let's get to 16. 16 is where I had J.C. Horn going. Who did the Cardinals end up taking? They ended up taking Zayvon Collins. Zayvon Collins, the linebacker from Tulsa. So mark that down as a wrong one for me. Uh, I I, I was confused by that for the Cardinals. I had the Cardinals taking Caleb Farley. Speaking of Caleb Farley, anyone else realize that when he was getting like you know announced, he was in a room by himself? COVID. That's sad, man. That is kind of sad. Everyone's over there with your families jumping up and down. Super sad. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I think, I, the but I think were off, yeah, he was hanging out with people. I think because because I think he actually ended up testing negative the next day. What well, well, which would have been draft day yeah. but they still wanted to make it look like you know he was quarantining right, so yeah of course good for them uh raiders i had them taking tevin jenkins uh that was obviously wrong the raiders ended up going uh i believe they took alex leatherwood alex leatherwood very controversial pick yeah the alabama offensive early. tackle i had them taking michael parsons i thought he was going to fall and you know the raiders that's, that's a very that's, that would have been a very pick. raiders michael pick. parsons of course 100 percent um who was next? The Dolphins, right? Yeah, I had them taking Jason Owe, I had the which Dolphins. would have been the first uh, edge rusher off the board for me. I had the Dolphins going receiver with Rashad Bateman, given that I had them taking a left tackle with their uh, number six overall pick. But they didn't go receiver. They did not. They picked uh, my boy, Jalen Phillips. Yes, they did. Your pet cat. This was Zach's pet cat. Jalen Phillips to the Miami Dolphins, staying in Miami. Yeah, I think that's a good move for him. That you need an edge rusher. He doesn't have to move anywhere. He's probably the most talented pass rusher in this draft class, but he also carries the biggest question mark in this draft class because of his health. If he's healthy, he's a top top ten. Talent. Oh, this this man's a double digit sack guy. Offer it if he's healthy. 
So he's got he's got the moves. Very interesting story. If you ever get the chance, guys, you should listen to it. But um, yeah, Jalen Phillips, I liked him. I think the concussion history is definitely something that's noteworthy. But you know, any player on any given day is one hit away from their career ending. That shouldn't separate one guy who has a history, because as a Giants fan, I've seen my man David Wilson healthy as an ox. One bad hit ends career, career. over. That's it. Over. So I don't really buy into the notion that, I mean, yeah, concussions are kind of a big deal, but, you know, one hit is one hit. It's going to do what it's going to do. He's got to deal with the consequences after that. Yeah, so that kind of sucks. Um, Let's move on to the next pick. Football team. Football team, I had them taking uh, JOK. As did I. That was wrong. Very wrong. <laughs> Very wrong. That was like 30 picks wrong. Literally 30 picks Maybe, wrong. Yeah. Almost, yeah, like 30 picks wrong. With the 19th pick, the Redskins took Jamin Davis, linebacker from... Uh, Kentucky. 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 He's a pretty good linebacker. I was surprised he went that high, though. You didn't really hear his name too much. I think he. a lot of guys had uh, had him ranked as like their third or fourth linebacker. I thought he linebacker. was going, you know, back half of the first round. Second round, maybe. I didn't even have him in my first round. Huh. Uh, yeah, I didn't have him in my first round either, so... I was very surprised to see him come off as early as he did. Uh, but that's the Washington football team for you, a.k.a. the Redskins. What are you going to do? Yeah. So, at 20. At 20. Where my Giants traded back to and fleeced the Bears. Bears got their guy, though. I'm happy for them. Yeah. You got to be happy for them. But they damn sure did fleece them. But I will say this. Kadarius Tony. I think we talked about this. I like him. I don't need to go into it again. Nah. That's a solid pick for you. Yeah. I, um, I like that pick for you, too. Did the Colts stay at 21? Yep, Colts stayed at 21. They ended up taking Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay, good um, pick. The Quiddy Pay, <laughs> the one of your nightmare picks at uh, 11 initially. I had the Colts taking Dylan Radins and, um, you know, kind of reuniting that uh, North Dakota State bond with Carson Wentz that they're trying to build there. Uh, I was indeed wrong, so... Uh, we'll move on from that pick. Who did you have the Colts taking? I had them taking Greg Newsom. Greg Newsom. Yeah, that's a that was a solid pick. He ends up he ends up going a couple picks. Um, well, on to the Titans pick. I actually had the Titans nabbing Quiddy Pay at this spot. Uh, at least the thinking behind uh, behind it was them trying to bolster a pass rush that's been pretty much non-existent for the last two years, and probably the only reason why they don't win the that AFC championship game a couple yeah. years back. So I had the Titans going Alex Leatherwood. I feel like that was more of an appropriate spot for him. Mm-hmm. It's only a couple picks after the Raiders, but they needed offensive tackle. You know, their strength of their offense is the run game. And if you have no one blocking, I know Derrick Henry is a man amongst boys, but you still need some guys to block. And I think that Alex Leatherwood would have helped that offensive line. Yeah, so the Titans ended up bolstering uh, their secondary and nabbing Caleb Farley. You just hope Caleb Farley, excuse me. You just hope that he's healthy. Uh, I guess the back thing really didn't bother them as much. And according to Caleb Farley, he'll be ready to go. So according to him and his doctors, they said it really wasn't going to be an issue, but back injuries are weird. Back injuries are weird. Uh, Now we have the Vikings. This was the pick that was initially the Jets. Um, so for that pick, I had the Jets taking Najee Harris. Um, obviously, I was wrong. The Jets moved up, grabbed Elijah Vera Tucker. 
Um, and the Vikings go ahead and they nab uh, Christian Darisaw. Christian Darisaw. Darisaw is the one that I had right on my mock draft. Uh, initially, I had the Jets taking Quiddy Pay at that spot. Could have been a nice bump to that defense. Um, yeah. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Jordan was a very happy man last night. Jordan was a very happy man. For those who don't know, my brother Jordan is a Steelers fan. And I had them taking Najee Harris from Alabama. That they did. So another point for me. I did not have the Steelers taking Najee Harris. I thought um, they lost a couple guys uh, in the secondary. So I figured, you know, try to rebuild that secondary and nab Greg Newsom. Uh, I believe Greg Newsom is already gone at this point. No, actually, no, he's not gone at this point. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they don't. They go Najee Harris. Now, probably with the most questionable first-round pick in the entire draft, the Jaguars at 25 decide to forego offense line, defensive line, pretty much everywhere where they need people. And they took a running back in Travis Etienne. they have him. When they have James Robinson in their backfield already, who rushed for a thousand yards last year, uh, yeah, I was, I was a little iffy about this pick. Um, I th- I thought they would go with Trayvon uh, Trayvon Merrig, who is still on the board. No, he's not. Oh no, he's not on the board anymore. Uh, he got taken by the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. Pick. Oh, okay, yeah, but still, um, who lasted a lot longer than I thought he would. I had uh, Trayvon Merrig at that pick. Um, so yeah, it was pretty surprising to see Etienne go. But I get the thinking. You wanna. You want to give uh, Trevor Lawrence somebody who he's familiar with. Um, kind of a slap in the face to James Robinson, especially being an undrafted uh, rookie and rushing for over 1,000 yards like that. On that offense. In that offense, exactly. Not a very good team. I think he was one of the very few bright spots of that season for them, and they kind of did him dirty by taking this running back here. And, yo, that's my cousin, bro. How you going to be – you, you can't do Robinson dirty like that, bro. It's fucked up. Just kidding. I don't, I don't know if we're related, but shout-out to the Robinson clan. Um, so next pick. Note, we're taking it to the Browns. <laughs> Greg Newsom, the Browns actually took. Uh, I had the Browns nabbing Az- Aziz Ojolari at this spot here. I did, too. Which is interesting. Yeah. I had a first-round grade on him. I thought for sure he was going to be you know off the board at the back end. Yeah, of the me, too. I thought he had some really good... T- uh, Really good traits, just you know, needed some coaching, and uh, that's where I thought he would go. Um, but I was wrong. The Ravens, I had them taking Terrace Marshall Jr., uh, who I don't think has even been selected yet, and we are now at the 58th pick in the draft. So they ended up going Rashad Bateman, who I thought was a great pick for them, um, to be honest. Uh, the in Ravens, the, in the, the mold of uh, Steve Smith, I believe, is Rashad Bateman. The Ravens needed a receiver, and they got one, a very good one. I had them taking Elijah Moore because I had Rashad Bateman off my board at this point. But Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman, both are very good receivers that are going to only help this Ravens offense. 100%, 100%. Uh, next pick, the Saints. Saints. This is where I had Kadarius Tony going. I thought you give Sean Payton and uh, Jameis Winston uh, a real shifty guy to work with. They're eating these W's, baby. I know, man. Uh, I'm I'm taking these L's on these picks, man. So I had the Saints taking Gregory Rousseau, who I believe ended up falling to the Bills two picks later. 
two picks later. So, um, Packers, I had them taking Elijah Moore. I also had them taking a receiver, but again, they just they just won't give Aaron Rodgers the they help he needs. They just slap Aaron Rodgers in the face, and I don't blame Aaron Rodgers for one wanting out because they it just seems like they don't care. You like, want to hear, hear a crazy stat? What's a crazy stat? Out of the last ten drafts, nine out of the ten have been the Packers taking a defensive player, and the only one that wasn't a defensive player was, was Aaron Rodgers. Love. Replacement. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers is like is kind of spoiled. He consistently has the number one pass blocking offensive line. He has a good offensive minded coach in Matt LaFleur. And he's in the NFC championship game almost every year. So at what point do you say, Hey, I mean an extra receiver would help, but that's not is that the reason that they're really losing these games? In the <sighs> NFC championship? Because they're still making it. I don't know. That that last one had to be that was coaching. It just the way that game was called. Well, that, that, they should never have taken that field goal. The, the way the game was called was just ridiculous. You're you're taking the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands consistently. But to say he has no help at all, it's a little. Over he, had an, he had an all pro running back and an all, oh, all pro wide receiver, and uh, a very good and a very end. good tight end who he threw what eleven touchdowns to. Yeah, and Aaron Jones, and number one, like I said, number one pass blocking offensive line. So. How much can you really complain? I mean, I personally don't think they're going to end up training him. I, I think, think they're so going to hold him, or he's going to just flat out retire. I think he's throwing a little temper tantrum. I think he can go host Jeopardy if he really wants to. And then I think he'll be fine. I think he's going to be fine doing that. He has nothing left to prove in his career. No, I don't think so either. And he doesn't give a shit. No, he's he, always he's been he's like the that. one guy who doesn't give a yeah. shit at all. Let's get back to the draft. Uh, at the Bills, like I said, I actually had Jalen Phillips going here to the Bills. So did I. I thought Jalen Phillips would fall. Uh, because of the medical history. So shout-out to Jane Phillips, um, you know, going where he did. Uh, the Bills ended up taking Gregory Rousseau. Yes. Uh, which I thought was a eh, a decent pick for them. They need help on defense. They don't really need offensive firepower yeah. anymore. They're pretty set. They're, they're returning a lot of guys. Yeah. So um, definitely try to bolster Brown, that though. defense a little bit. Uh, Ravens, I had them taking Liam Eichenberg with that uh, that pick that was initially from the Chiefs. Um, which they traded for about five days before the draft. And yeah, after trading Orlando, Orlando Brown, Brown, I thought for sure they were going to try and replace him with yeah. that pick. But instead, they, they didn't. They uh, who did they go? Let's see. Oh, with that pick, they actually went Jason Owe. Okay. So o- that that is Odafe Owe. Odafe Owe is that what he's going by now? That's his first his real name. Oh, Odafe. I did not know that. Odafe Owe. So it's no more Jason. It's it's Odafe, don't call me Jason Owe? Yeah. Okay, or is Jason like his middle name or something? I'm not too sure. I'm going to have to Google Let's that. get him on an interview one day. Maybe we can. Maybe I don't think you have any pull. you have any pull with the Raven? No, but if we offer him enough money, he might. I have $3. I have two. $5 it is. All right, so anyway, uh, to round out my dumpster fire that is my first round mock draft i actually had the buccaneers taking christian barmore and they did not take christian barmore they took they took joe joe tyron i believe his name is Tryon. Tryon. joe sorry joe Tryon. i, I don't know too much about joe Tryon. you but know what he is he's an edge rusher and you can kind of see you can never have too many edge rushers ask the giants of 2007 to 2011 um i think tom brady is 
reaping the benefits of seeing that now. I think, you know, you have JPP, you got Shaq Barrett, you got... Did Ndamukong Sue resign with them? Yes, I believe he did. So you still got Ndamukong Sue, and you're just adding another athletic pass rusher? They're just building something along, scary down there. Along with your... They got one more year. Middle linebackers. Antoine Winfield Jr. That defense is pretty stacked. Yeah, man. It's... it's Tom Brady never loses, man. Tom Brady just always wins. Would not be surprised if Tom Brady won the Super Bowl again this year. Yeah, I'm not putting it past him anymore. I'm not even going to. I just don't want to bet against him. I'm over it. You're a loser every time if you bet against him. Every time. Unless you pick the Eagles or the Giants. So that concludes the mock draft. Um, The final score of the mock draft challenge, I believe, was 6-3. to Six picks isn't that good. Six picks is actually pretty good. That's pretty good. Listen, I wanted to get all 32 right. I hear you. I'm competitive. I want to win it. I want to At win all everything. costs. I want to get everything right. So, I wish I had gotten more right, but I'll take the W. So, shortly, Sean will be posting a picture of himself in a giant jersey. I have yet to decide what jersey that will be. So, I'll, I'll see if I can get some, uh, some feedback some on feedback, that. Some suggestions. Now, I've been a giant fan my whole life. So I have a lot of jerseys. If you name it, I probably have it. So I'm very me. nervous. I don't like this. I was for sure ready to give Zach my Dak Prescott jersey. But boy, was I wrong. I probably so. would have broken my leg if I put it on. <sighs> Fuck you. Don't say that about him. We'll see if he comes back the same player. He damn sure will. He's going to come back ten times better. All right, well... On that note, we want to thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging around. And uh, see you next time on the Heat of Rivals podcast. Good night, everybody.